It's time for our weekly update on the return of sports. So La Liga in Spain, their soccer division, it has been cleared to return on June 8th. I believe the first games are scheduled for June 11th. That's good. I mean, maybe they'll follow the Bundesliga's model of like, you know, keeping the players isolated and stuff like that. Because so far that's been a success. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they, at least the results so far from the Bundesliga, they've been doing a good job of that. So I'm looking forward to seeing the Liga come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, the NHL has proposed a 24-team playoff to let teams on the bubble at the end of the season have a shot at the postseason. Phase 2 of the return plan begins this week as players can train in small groups on ice. What first-round matchup looks the most interesting to you? I'm going to go uh, talk about my Carolina Hurricanes for a bit. <laughs> they would be matched up with the New York Rangers under this uh, proposal. The Rangers won every meeting this year, and every time their goalie, Henrik Lundqvist, played insane. Like <laughs> After a while, I just called it getting Lundqvisted because that's, that's pretty much how it, uh, how it turned out for them. So maybe they turn it on in the playoffs. Maybe they solve the goalie. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that pans out. Yeah, mine would be uh, Maple Leafs and Blue Jackets. Um, you know, the, the Blue Jackets are injury-ridden all season, and uh, Maple Leafs' Twitter just kind of overreacts to everything, mm-hmm. which is always entertaining. Yes. Plus, it'd be interesting to see the Leafs play in June for once. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Yep, it's been uh, 19,000 days since their last Stanley Cup, so... So good for them. Yeah, it's not like, not like anyone's counting, but yeah. <laughs> there you go. So the National Basketball Association is moving forward with their season at Disney World idea, and they're planning to start in late July. Uh, it's it's kind of probable that Disney is going to be open to some capacity by that time. So do you think that's a good idea? Um, hmm. I don't know. That's a lot of people just kind of congregating to Disney World. You know, you have the normal Disney World visitors plus all the NBA fans that'll come probably. Mm-hmm. I guess if they started with no fans, it'd be pretty good. I'd support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it would, Um, in my opinion, it would have made more sense if, like, the league were getting started earlier. But since uh, I think Universal Studios in, in Orlando, they're planning on opening within, okay. like, a... Within a week or so, so I'm I'm just curious to see, yeah, what the uh, NBA is going to do if Disney opens and then uh and then there are just even more people in the uh, in their area. Yeah, for sure. So as as more and more leagues are planning their, uh, you know, coronavirus return, the largest of them all has been hard at work on a plan to return to sports this fall. The NCAA Division One Council ruled on Wednesday. <laughs> that voluntary on-campus workouts for football as well as men's and women's basketball can begin on June 1st. And the uh, Southeastern Conference went a little bit further in allowing their athletes back on June 8th for these workouts. Um, they would be, again, voluntary, but I believe that uh, any any athlete would be able to come back in these SEC institutions. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't have a problem with it, honestly. I think that the weight rooms will be and training facilities will be thoroughly you know, disinfected after use and stuff. And there's no 
other students on campus right now, at least for the most part, uh, they can be contained and, you know, I, I, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Uh, I think it's good to have the uh, the players coming back to get some practice time in before the before their seasons would normally be getting underway. And uh, the loss of a spring season where and all the training that comes with that, I think it's good that the uh, yeah good that the NCAA is letting these uh, athletes go back and get some practice in before uh, their seasons would normally start. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, though, um, a fair amount of sports programs have already been cut around the country. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? What are some examples? I mean, I understand why it has to happen because just the finances aren't there and there's already been a ton of revenue loss. It was just really disappointing to have all these kids who go to a school to get a good education, but also to, you know, further their athletic careers, just uh, to have that be cut short. Um, Like one that uh, really surprised me was the... uh, men's and women's swimming and diving and men's and women's tennis at, uh, at one university. I just, uh, it's just, uh, a lot of, you know, programs to cut all at one time that just really, uh, surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. Um, there's, there's baseball at a, a few locations, uh, men's soccer is another example, track wrestling, but mm-hmm. you know, I agree. It's, uh, it's disappointing that they have to do this and it's also kind of disappointing that all the revenue comes from like football and basketball almost mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah but it is what it is yeah you did mention the football revenue it is projected that not having football in this next season would cost college sports four billion dollars is there any way that schools don't play football at some point during this season or the year um, no, because culture. Yeah. And yeah, I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's true. Like, um, college football is a big part of mm-hmm. the fall, I feel like, mm-hmm. and a lot of money. And, you know, whether you agree with it or not, I feel like football is kind of a front door to university, I guess you could say. It's what people see on TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they had no fans, they would still be making some money because of TV rights. So I don't see any way they would not have football at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you think that uh, spring football would be an option? I think it is, but I'm not sure it would be that smart because that's a quick turnaround. You know, mm-hmm. They have these guys playing games in the spring, then they have the summer, then they have to do that all over again in mm-hmm. fall 2021. Yeah. So I could see it happening, but I'm not a fan of it. Mm, that's a good point. I didn't even think about the uh, the burnout for having to do it uh, yeah, in the spring one year and then again in the fall. But yeah, like you had said earlier, um, pretty much in every ad for a university, you'll have some clip from a football game to, to kind of drag you in and just show you the, the culture. So yeah, and also $4 billion is a lot of money. So I really don't <laughs> think that uh, that college sports uh, or that college football won't happen this year. Right. So, you know, we talked about, you know, should there be fans, should there not? How would you resolve the issue of playing at, let's say, one-third fan capacity? So an idea that I had would be uh, just like a lottery to guarantee that, um, that every student or season ticket holder would attend at least one game. 
or or have the option to at least i think that would be fair to you know give the students that experience and also uh and also you know just uh give some credit to the season ticket holders who would um yeah not go to a game otherwise yeah i think it'd be cool if they had fan tryouts Mm. and they like yes (laughs) they have the most hype ones advance i think that'd be really fun that would be great i think yeah they should absolutely do that socially distanced fan tryouts or make it virtual like send videos of yourself being hyped i don't know right yeah do some cartwheels you know (laughs) i'll I'll send that idea to usc that's a great idea let's jump right into our big thank you of the week this one goes out to uh yelly's marble runs this Dutch YouTube channel has been the source of endless entertainment for me amidst, amidst this quarantine. Yeah, so what they do is they, uh, they set up races for marbles and Grand Prix style and have them compete all over the world. It's actually like really entertaining. I've spent, you know, uh, uh, really... specified amount of time. Yes, good way of putting it. <laughs> Just watching these, uh, these races. Yeah. And uh, right now they're getting ready for their 2020 Marble Olympics, which include events like the five-meter sprint, hurdles, a triathlon, and surfing, which will be interesting to see how they do that. For sure. So do you want to pick a team for this upcoming Olympics? There are a bunch of really cool team names, and uh, which one would you choose? (sighs) Man, a couple stand out to me, like... Minty Maniacs, mm-hmm. um, Savage Speeders, but I'm gonna have to go with Raspberry Racers. That's a great one. It's both nutritious, mm-hmm. raspberries, and you know, racers. That sounds pretty fast. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They actually, uh, I mean, I don't know whether to be proud or ashamed that I know this, but they won the league last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. no. Now I'm bandwagon. No, no. <laughs> now you're good. That's a good choice. I think I'll go with the, um, I'll go snowballs, just mm. solid white. Um, I mean, when snowballs start rolling downhill, you know, they accumulate a lot of mass and Ooh. speed. And I mean, yeah, they'll be my choice for, uh, for this year's Olympics. Yeah. Physics. Oh, and also the colors for raspberry racers. It's magenta. With pink stripes, so good fashion choice. Yeah, the stripes, they really uh, they really give you the edge there. Absolutely. The Olympics are going to kick off, or I guess I should say roll off, on June 21st. I'm really excited and thankful for the live sports. Yep, and as always, you are welcome as a guest on our show, and we would love to race marbles with you and talk overall, so... Big thank you to you.